Well, there you are. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Did you just... Oh, lovely. Real sounds. <laughs> I need like a little drum kit underneath here. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. I'm going to be a little bit croaky this morning. A little special Oops. voice. Oh, hello. Mm. Oh, okay. My voice went a little the other day, too. Yeah. How's it going? You look... <laughs> yeah. You look cold. Yeah, I'm cold. Oh, it's no. Cold. <laughs> no. We're going to have to, like, AI your voice in. It's <laughs> <laughs> just going to be particularly bad. Hang on. Shake it out. That's what people say. Shake it out. Top of, yeah, yeah. top of the show. Jim has lost 83% of his voice. <laughs> no, what happened? That was fine. <laughs> it's a new sound. <laughs> Can you just hear my, my router going in the background the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a real nice sound. Uh, that was a weird noise. I hope that's Ricky and I hope he's okay. You know those like just like new sounds you hear in the shop. You ever mm. like? It's just kind of jarring sometimes. Like, <laughs> what is that? Oh, well, sounds like a metal that? grinder. We don't do metal grinding. Uh, let's see what is happening. Where, where to begin? Too many things at the same time, like mm. always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got a hair? All your hair is cut. Yeah, Laura hacked my hair off. Looks nice. I had to thank you. It's kind of you. I had regrets, <laughs> but I'm getting used to it. <laughs> it's much shorter, right? Like, I think it was all yeah, quite a bit longer. It was, it was getting out it of hand. It's nice. You just have um, to all go look at the YouTube to see what Gem looks like ooh. now. Scratchy, scratchy. Hours. Yeah. What are all the things that's ha that are happening at your end? Man, that is a terrifying noise. What's happening? We're working on... Kind of a new community platform thing, which is going to move our mm -hmm. courses, and that's been in the works for quite a while, but it's just kind of, there's just a lot to it, and like confirming that we really like it versus something else, and <laughs> it's a terrifying noise. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm apparently just incredibly distracted. We're making dust foods, we're making... Those 75 millimeter dust boots, I think those will be up on the site here shortly. I was just kind of like adding the new language because we haven't had a multiple fort size or a mountain size before. So it's like yeah. helping to just to describe that a little bit better. Working on adding a couple new platforms to sell products on. I think it will be on Etsy soon for a few yeah. things and then maybe Amazon for a few things depending on how it all goes. But part of the wow. challenge with that was trying to find like a way to sync inventory at minimum between some of those because it gets to be real hairy with manually going back and forth with what mm. this product sold. Oh, to reduce it here. <laughs> so some good options. That's cool. I think. Yeah. What's involved in selling on Amazon? 
Oh, it's 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 like a job in itself, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done it before with our NAC calendars and planners, and I kind of ended it. It just felt like they were just eating into profit way too much for the scale at which we were selling. You set it yourself up as a seller. It's changed. I did this like a decade ago, so the first time. But for some of the stuff we want to sell in there, it'd be the primary thing here in the States would be having fulfilled by Amazon or FBA, which basically enables the like quick fulfillment services and it makes it look different to the customer versus you can fulfill your own and still be a prime shipment, but it's not the same. Like it's slower and cheap and mm. all that. So you basically pay more. You pay a bunch of fees. I think it's like 30 to 40% basically of your gross product cost to be on Amazon. So you got to have the right kind oh of products. It depends on what it is. If you have a real heavy big thing, it's going to obviously be more costly to fulfill and to store. Like you store by volume or it used to anyway. I don't know if that's the mm. same. So you package up your stuff. And you, what's kind of interesting is from the last time I did this, say I wanted to send 60 of our day plan little planners, I would tell Amazon that. And then it, the next page would be, all right, make three boxes. One has three, one has 12, one has 32. That's probably not the right math. Uh, and then put these labels on them. And basically you're dispersing those around the country <laughs> for them, like from the outset. Um, and then they go into and that a warehouse with, somewhere. Right. Wow. All right. Yeah, it's a, I finally have some help with some of this stuff. So I think it'll mm. go, I think it, Hopefully it'll be a little bit better. Like some of our new, one of our new products, I think will be pretty good for being on those kind of platforms that are less niche, more market, full market of CNC products, I guess. And they just have a huge reach, right? Like for those two in particular, there's, I can't possibly advertise enough that would make any sense to bring people to my website. If they don't know who we are, you're right. It's, it's, really hard to convince them to buy something on your site, I think, versus yeah. if it's on Amazon, they're just going to go to Amazon, hey, this product sucks, and they'll just give them a free, you know, a refund immediately. So there's mm-hmm. that, like, guarantee there that makes such a difference. Wow, cool. Mm-hmm. New territory. So do you see it as a marketing exercise or, like, a legitimate way to make income on those products? better make income i mean like <laughs> etsy has almost no cost up front like they okay. don't charge you they charge you 20 cents a listing so every time you sell something up front the cost is 20 cents and then when you sell there's a cut i think it's somewhere around 10 percent. it's my okay. usual estimation on it depends on how depends depends basically but i don't know i, I would say i don't know some of your off-the-shelf stuff i don't know how big of a market Etsy is there, but I know a bunch of woodworkers that get a ton of business. Most of their business comes from Etsy, which always blows my mind. Like bed frames, Mm. dressers, vanities, custom made through Etsy primarily. Wild. Yeah, Yeah, it seems huge. I've I've never really dipped my toes into it all at all. Like I've had a few little, like I've opened the lid of Etsy a few times and been like, really understand what's going on in here just like put it back on the shelf well we've been talking about that it's been it's startup 
right? It was primarily for like, it was like the crafty world of like yeah. online marketplace and they've completely gone away. Like they used to somewhat enforce that or, I mean, even when you're making a product now, it's like it asks you who makes it and like, is it handmade or a tool or like, and they don't care at all. Like there's no, there's so many just like drop ship products, you know, now on there, like it, it's just another platform, but there is enormous exposure to it. And I guess I consider the costs of those platforms typically is like the trade-off for marketing, right? What I would have to pay to ac acquire those people. And we're not obviously going to put certain products. We're not going to put pedestals on Amazon, right? It, some of these things are just too customized or need sure. to be through a better shopping experience that's curated for that, in my opinion. But some of the stuff, right, it just, it could just use more exposure. So mm. I've had some friends and then just talking internally, it's been, you know, seems like a good idea. Nice. Cool, man. Good luck. How are things for you? Uh, yeah, not bad. Other than this bloody cough that I can't get rid of this week. I'm glad that winter is over because I'm sick of having a different cold from the kids every other week. Right. Um, yeah, no, good, good. We're kind of burning all the candles at the moment. We've got three people away at least, including Johnny, our lead machinist, Ben, our production manager, and Andy from production. Andy's had a baby, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Another butter baby added to the club. Another butter. We need a sound um, for that, I think. <laughs> oh, daddy. That sound? <laughs> he did it for himself. I <laughs> have to push that one. Oh, Andy, daddy. <laughs> so, yeah, congrats to Andy and Fizz. That's awesome. But, yeah, things are a little light on here. So, I'm wearing all the hats this week. Johnny, bless his heart, has been actually... Despite being on leave and renovating his house, has actually been moonlighting mm. a little bit and coming into the shop and like helping wow. a couple of days. Amazing. Um, so he's kept things moving, which has been amazing because I've, yeah, just wearing a few hats. So I'm trying to keep quotes moving right. and also yep. trying to keep things happening on the machine and blah, blah, blah. You know, just standard small business stuff, right? Old, old school days. Old school days. Go quote yeah. and then run over to the machine and make sure it's still running and then run back to see the email for the quote. Yeah, and then take the client call. Oh, sorry, it's a bit noisy. Oh, you can't hear me over this router? Oh, yeah, <laughs> phone calls are hard. So, yeah, it's kind of fun, kind of stressful. But, uh, yeah, and, and we've got this huge job going out the door, installing next week. But that's going pretty well. Everyone's really stepped up and put in huge effort and... Yeah, I think hmm. fingers, cool. fingers crossed, touch all the wood. That's tracking pretty well. And yeah, it's just, I got my moon boot off yesterday. I went for my final x-rays. Mm -hmm. So I'm free of the moon boot after about three months. Lovely. So that feels fantastic. And I think it's more of a mental thing than anything else. Like, because it wasn't really mm. restricting me by this point. Uh, I'm just going to mute for a second. Oh, daddy. <laughs> it's so confusing. I should... <laughs> it's... <laughs> Stop pressing the button. Needs an effect on it, so you can tell it's not me. 
like a like a way a, a flanger or something. Yeah. Oh. Wow. 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 Okay. I've got so many good new ones coming. <laughs> I'm lost. What was I saying? But this, yeah, I think it's more at this stage. It's more of a mental lift of like, cool. Okay, I'm out of that phase. Let's move on. So yeah, nice to have that kind of correspond with some no machine time and getting back out there, fiddling with the pencil sharpener yesterday, writing some new G code, just improving a few programs on that. Just right. nice, nice to be in that space, fiddling and yeah, see how we go. Where are you at with, can you simulate that code at all in Fusion mm, or is it nah. all handwritten still, like parted in? Yeah, parted in. So like, you know, the threading cycle is still Fusion code okay. but like all the linking moves are hand coded and yeah no no simulation option at this stage which is okay for the most part <laughs> until it's not right yeah well congratulations on the boot that's that's nice mm. gotta feel good does you have to do like physical therapy or we're already doing that i'd already started physio rehab so now, yeah, I just need to focus on that for the next four months, five months, mm. get it back up to full impact and jumping abilities again. It's very weak. Are you, are you getting back into your practice? Yeah, are I've been back, back on the, the horse. I'm back <clears throat> on the horse. I've already been going back to parkour training with the boot on nice. a little bit. So, yeah, <laughs> I'll keep doing that. <laughs> I bet it's probably a huge perk around the house just like to not have it anymore just thud 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 <laughs> it feels really precarious actually like because I've probably just been like bashing it into stuff because it's had this huge protective shell on it and then all of a sudden it's gone like oh I feel at risk Aaron, Aaron put the toe kicks on our cabinets at yeah. one point recently and i'd gotten so used to just standing a certain way under the kitchen sink <laughs> that i just kicked them every time now i'm like oh god what is that why is there a board there it makes me i honestly kind of get makes me question whether i want them right like she was pretty adamant about putting them on but i was like mm. I, it's kind of better like i can't get close enough it's like stand a couple more inches back which makes you lean yeah I'm I'm a it's fan like, of the like hmm. the commercial kitchen style, right? Like you just have the right. adjustable right. feet and the big like right. curved curved edge between the right floor and the walls. So you can just pressure wash the whole space. Awesome, seamless transition. Yeah. Plus, then your Roomba can get underneath it and you exactly. know clean clean out under there. I'm always a fan of. I've always had this fantasy of like a bathroom and a kitchen, but mainly a bathroom that you could just. Every surface is just sort of continuously molded. You can just get in there with like a high pressure pressure washer and just right. clean right. it. Like a European style, like hostel bathroom shower all in one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is going a weird way. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm feeling a little bit lost. I'm on the new M2 laptop Ooh. and I'm kind of, I haven't had much time to reinstall everything. Like this morning right. when I tried to log on to your 
podcast studio was like, no, you will not use Safari. You must download Chrome. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm currently not running a backup audio recording, so that's, you know, living dangerously. Ooh, dicey. And yeah. Uh, I guess I got what else is on the list? Got a. And no, this week in Chat GPT. <laughs> Excellent. Kind of related, I suppose. I guess it should also say like AI, but I sent you a me- an image, but the kind of just came out of nowhere, I feel like, but ideogram.ai. Google's free public. AI generation. I would say they're trying to probably do something similar to Dolly or what's the one you use in Descript or Midjourney. Descript. I constantly called Discord and Descript. I mix up the two <laughs> words and it makes no sense, but it's just like I don't know. But yeah. it's pretty good. It's pretty fast. I think it's as I was chatting with a friend. The biggest downside is everything you make is public by default, so you can't Same hide any mid-journey. of it. So, yeah. So I suppose that's fine, right? Like it, maybe that's like a self-policing thing, probably a very minor deterrent for some people, but it's entertaining. It, it you know, I made some <laughs> some <laughs> really lifelike stylistic paintings of notable people, which was interesting. It oh, yeah. was really good at that. Some things it didn't. Oh, you also can't archive anything, so everything it's just public. You can't delete it <laughs> that I can find. So if you make something, it's out there. But it's fast and free and entertaining. I, I would be curious to see, like, you seem to have a lot of experience at making what you want pretty well in mid-journey. And I'd be curious to see how that goes for you in this. Because I didn't I didn't ever really try mid-journey because it's kind of too hard. Like, didn't really understand it. My brain didn't work that well. Way mm, and Interesting. I just never, I never paid for it because I didn't yeah. like the interface. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd be keen to give this one a go. I haven't tried it yet. And my right. mid-journey usage has dropped off significantly, I must say. I haven't been in there for a while now. But yeah, I'd be interested. I've heard that it deals with native, like with text rendering better than mid-journey. Like they've Definitely. made some progress with text. This is from last week. Out. I was trying to find something to drop into the show but it was a I was trying to find universal robot brand Cobot or your 10 holding a fire extinguisher with menacing googly eyes <laughs> and it didn't get anywhere close to a your robot but it made little <laughs> cartoon robots holding fire extinguishers with googly eyes which is adorable you can see this on the Cute. sharing the images but they kind of look like yeah. Dali results to me uh, yeah. yeah and it just depends like <laughs> My friend was saying that he had some chicken wings that were like, they were just like chicken wings swimming in a bowl of sauce. And so I made this quick image to show him and it, it does look pretty good, like chicken swimming in soup. So this is what it's for, right? It's weird, weird. weird. <laughs> that one's really weird. No, that's gross. Yeah, cool. Okay. I'll check it out. So, it's free, you say, with yeah, your Google account. I linked it. Cool. Yeah, I guess you have to have a Google account. Yeah, it seems like there's a ton of text-based 
Like people are making mm. like posters with it. This, okay, so this is what you see cool. when you log in is it's just trending like almost Behance style or like Pinterest mm. style boards. Interesting. Oh. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, the, te- Hi, Ricky. the text thing's very appealing because that's always frustrating with mid-journey. I'm sure they'll get it right soon enough. But yeah, like, come on. Right. How hard can it be to get the text right? <laughs> I have been finding an enormous amount of, which is interesting to me, seemingly conservative political propaganda being created with it. God. You can imagine it, just by scrolling, because it's like got this like trending wall of images that are constantly being generated. So I think that's part of the interesting thing is it's like you can see other people's inspiration, similar to like a mid journey, but it's arguably a better layout for it. So. Mm. Anyway, that's my contribution to AI of the week. Nice, nice. My AI of the week is not much, but I do. I'm I'm curious, but I haven't done anything about it. Of getting Llama two up and running locally here. So Llama two is know about the, this. the most recent model that. Uh, Meta has floated mm. for free into the open source, right. semi-open source. It's commercially licensable, so you can use it for business. Wow. And it's in some tests, it has outperformed chat GPT-4. Hmm. So it's a really high-performing open source model, and it can technically run, like depending on which... You know, so if you get, I think, the 7 billion or 13 billion parameter model, I can run on a MacBook. So, I've, I've been, just, I, yeah. I don't understand what all this quite means, but I'm looking at that page. Mm. Pre-trained model architecture, pre-training tokens, 2 trillion, context mm. like length, 4,096. And I mean, just anything that's in the trillions <laughs> doesn't really compute in my head, you know? Like... Anyway, it seems like a really good option, and I've kind of I've been getting increasingly frustrated with ChatGPT. It's kind of, I really want to invest in it. Like, I really want to sink a lot of like personalized data into it just to make it infinitely more useful. But I'm not I'm not going to do that with an open AI model at this stage. And I right. don't, and, yeah. and we're not at a point where we can probably justify or afford their new like enterprise pricing structure because I think that's for big businesses. Right. Um, so, yeah, I don't have time, but I'm really interested in sort of getting Llama 2 up and running, whether it's on a local machine or you can pay to have it hosted and then develop your own models on external yep. hosting too. So, yeah, don't know. I'd like to get something going. But. There was a announcement too about this google duet ai thing mm. it's like google's workspace ai and i yeah. heard that the price which i'm not seeing was supposedly 30 dollars a user yeah wow. which is just mind-blowing like we pay six dollars a, a business for a business yeah. workspace for google it's like who's gonna i mean i get it i can imagine that cost savings but there's so much competition now like mm. it's got to get cheaper like it yeah it seems crazy to me yeah that would it would want to be pretty amazing 
for that much right. per user per month. Yeah. My only other mm-hmm. sort of software news is I have finally signed the contract on the VividWorks Kit Aparts configurator mm. build. So that project has kicked off this week. It's exciting. And the timeline on it is a little under two months. So yeah. all going well. We'll have a live Shopify linked 3D configurator on our website. Wow. So you can get on there and build any shape kit of parts you want and add to cart and check out and have pre-configured shapes on there so you can go on and, like, get a starting point of, like, I kind of I'll start with this shape and then I'll modify it and then see how much it costs and blah, 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 blah. That's exciting. Yeah. It's finally happening. That's breaking some breaking news. news. This summer. <laughs> In <laughs> a world. Closer to the mic. This summer. <laughs> it's it's the inner world I can't do it my voice doesn't go deep enough Uh, yeah 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 that's cool uh, congrats is it is it a uh, maybe for the upcoming secret show or a card we'll get into some of the details of that yeah Um, sure that's yeah Did, did you just just already just say a timeline for it and I missed it. <laughs> this summer is the time. This no. <laughs> At this stage, it should be what are we, September, October, yeah, maybe early November. Hmm. Kick off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's amazing. That's and pretty short. So it, it doesn't seem like it's a giant it's task for them. No. Seems pretty straightforward. I think the main sort of <laughs> it's tech- like, oh, we got one of those pre-baked. <laughs> <laughs> the the main sort of tech guy I've been chatting to there is like awesomely nerdy dude. It's just like it's he's raring to go and he's already got some of our assets and it's exciting. And I think for me, one of the most most exciting things about this is not just finally getting a kit of parts configurator online, but the fact that this platform is pretty open-ended. Like if this this build goes well, we're paying a monthly subscription on it, but like there's nothing stopping us adding more and more products. And I don't just mean like kit of parts accessories. I mean like whole other product lines with different configuration logic. We can just keep adding to that at no extra cost other than the time to build them into the platform. So mm-hmm. that's super Does it have exciting. a pretty straightforward builder then once it's integrated or do you have to have them build the new product line for you? <laughs> the back end is, look, it's decent. I found because I've had like trial access to it for months now. And I've mucked around in there. It's pretty straightforward. It's just I find the logic of it a bit confusing in terms of kind of the hierarchy because you kind of build things in like a tree hierarchy with different logics applied to them and then different mm-hmm. offsets. And I find that a little bit confusing, but I think once I've seen I'll be able to go in there and look at how they've built the kid parts one and be like, oh, okay, cool, that's how you do that. Let me apply right. that logic to a different product or 
I, I think once we've done one, it'll be easy enough for us to sort of jump in there and add more, maybe with a little bit of technical support from them, but yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe it'll just immediately click for Jay and then yeah. you don't have to. Yeah, Jay might be able to just jump in there and nail it, but see. Yeah. Cool. That's exciting. Cool, cool. I probably should have been urging you to do something like that, I guess, but. Do you mean? Forgot about it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I have a million questions about that, but I'll just, we'll just okay. wait on that one. Although I don't have anything else really to it's talk about. So ask the, ask the damn question. Well, you have to like pay per configuration then, like some salt micro fee of like API. Mm, great ching, question. Ching, 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 every time no. you change something. No. That's good. No. Very that nice. was the scary thing about the Fusion API. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's when like, we talked to, talked to Autodesk like, all those years ago, and I was like, hang on, how much is it going to cost per configuration? That's cool. It's like no. you're getting people to make order. You're like urging them through marketing and stuff. Go play with the configurator. And then like by the time they order, you've lost money. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, it's a monthly monthly sub, and you know it's quite it's quite expensive. Well, it's a lot of money per month, but when I put that in the context of like my time or a salesperson's time in the business, fiddling around building configurations for people, it's like very quickly the maths work out very quickly. Right, so, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. shall see. Cut that out. I guess I should have realized this, but one of the new features is coming out for Fusion soon, mm -hmm. I'm understanding. They talked about, and I've been kind of testing and super excited about, it's called configurations. And it wouldn't, I mean, it could maybe down the road. I think you're doing a better solution in this case, but maybe there's some way to connect the things. If I had to summarize it quick, it'd be saved parameter states and suppression states or like anything you can modify within the fusion space yeah. can be saved as a configuration yeah. in a way that like you have a drop down in the tree then that says you can name them right like 100 mil 200 mil like if you had shelf lengths right your shelf lengths your shelf widths your dowel yeah. size of kit aparts your thread you know literally anything mm. you can think of you can save the state of and if you go back to that conversation we had forever ago or so many of us were trying to make cabinet configurators right uh oh you there uh. <laughs> your audio changed <laughs> your audio changed oh i think we just stopped Oh, no, it's still recording. No, it's still going. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. Well, that might be the end, this, folks. This is, this is my, we won't go for too much longer, but Jem now has apparently AirPod quality mics. Something Sorry, happened. Fixed. Yeah, so you can configure anything. And what's so different compared to where we were at when like Rob Lockwood and myself and I know you and probably Scott Moyes and just a ton of people were trying to make cabinet mm. geometric models to start from 
And some of the problems you would always run into would it wouldn't heal itself if you would if you would do some type of if then type. We didn't have if then either. Now we have if then inside of parameters, and yeah, so it heals itself basically when you change between if you wanted like a left or right style hinge cups on your cabinets, you can configure that, and it it the, the timeline is healed. There's no more like oh errors, and it didn't cut it out anymore. It's like it's remembering, I don't know what it's doing in the background, but there's no like red and yellow in the timeline when you do these changes. And it's pretty quick to go back and forth. And the bigger thing that's a little more confusing, I'm still wrapping my brain around, is that all streams through into manufacturing environment. So you can ideally switch some of these things and a lot of your selections, which things like geometric um, features that previous new thing they came out with help to maintain the selections in the operations when you can you change configuration. So if your part gets larger or smaller, right, you shouldn't lose a lot unless you've really changed stuff that um, wouldn't work. So mm-hmm, cool. exciting. And just to be clear, is this even current fusion or not? It will be soon. If you use the it's insider be, version, yeah. you can yeah. do that, but they, I'm only talking about this because they talked about it at the summit yeah, no. and that was kind of like an open group, yeah. but mm-hmm. reinstalling software on this M2. When I installed Fusion, it was like, <laughs> oh, you need Rosetta installed. And it, before it installed Fusion, it still installed Rosetta. I was like, weird. hang on, I thought this was native now. Did you? You had an M1 computer before. Yeah, 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 yeah. My understanding is it's just like automatic. That's weird. But no, mm. you don't need Rosetta. If you no. go into the, if you go and click into Fusion, then about, it should say Fusion 360 version. And then mine says ARM64 native. If not, I don't know how you get the native one, but I, was just automatic for me, so maybe you just have to mm. do it again. Or- well, I'll go and do that then. Right. Thank you, sir. Going to- <laughs> <laughs> You're going to take my oh. crappy crappy voice and crappy microphone and go right. have another All right. We're, um, I guess, on the configurator thing. I will likely make some video on it to try to explain it. So if you would like to see that explainer, I would like to see when this. that happens. I'll probably post about it, and we'll probably talk about it again. So, I'm I'm excited yeah. for other people to see it, like yourself, since you've done so many things that are configurable. I guess my warning, my warning: be careful with your production what, what, files what? as this happens, because it like upgrades the file when you start to configure them. Ooh, danger! You can still go back in the versioning, but it'll warn you. But then all of a sudden the versioning starts over on the sideline and there's a little note in there that says, this is now a configurable configured file. Yeah. And some stuff hasn't always been smooth, but it is pretty interesting. You can usually update a file as you go, but just watch yourself. Try it in a blank file first. <laughs> watch yourself. Right. Right. Uh-oh. He's gone black again. Gem's browser is preventing recording. What should I do? 
<laughs> I've got a QR code. All right, let's go. All right, goodbye. Oh. I'm guessing he's going to...